<laughs> they asked him one question. So how do you feel about Mr. Trump, the president? And I, I, I let them know what I thought about it. And no, I'm going to let everyone have it. No, I'm not going to. No. Fox News brought you on and asked you and asked you about Trump, and they they expected it to go well. No, they asked a bunch of whole whole bunch of questions about music and stuff like that. Yep, and uh, it's, it's a good guy. You you know him probably too as well. Not a big deal. I'm not going to Trump. Certain no, <laughs> not not that no. not that eyesore, but um, <laughs> not Peter Pumpkinhead. Yeah, you remember the you remember you remember the song by um. So, Joe, you know that song, Peter Pumpkin Hand by XCC? Yeah. You know that song? Yeah. That's what we're in right now. Yeah. Peter Pumpkin Hand. It's a little worse for wear, though. I mean, like, I think the story is, that storyline has gotten more, like, you know, dilapidated and kind of, like, faulty, but, you know, suddenly well, it's, 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 it's like when you, when you take the, when, you know, when you're done with the jack lantern and you throw it out behind the house and it's there for about a week. I think that's where we're. Short of pissing on it. I mean, yeah. Tell me about your life a little bit right now. You're up in I have one. I'm still alive. That's good. Which is kind of, you know, it's, it's interesting enough. But no, I'm still alive. And yeah. I'm sitting here with um, Uncle Ch- Uncle Chip-in-law, which is great. What, did you cut your finger? No. Tell me you didn't cut your finger. <laughs> Were you trying to open the bottle with your finger? <laughs> uh, no, I had a knife. A very <laughs> sharp knife. Did you just, did, did you? No, no, did, everything's fine. Everything's fine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Chip and I, like, you know, we went and played uh, some things tonight. And <laughs> played a house party over the weekend. And we're having fun. And, you know, lucky for me, I, I get to do these kind of things. Yeah. I mean, it seems like you've been lucky in that you've been been able to have fun playing music. Not everyone, not everyone who plays music professionally can say that. Well... If 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 you ha- if you can't say that and you, then you should get out of the business, I suppose. Um, I'm trying to, <laughs> but I mean, at a certain point, for like most people, it just sort of it, it becomes a job. Well, God damn it! Here's the deal: <laughs> if, if you if you if you if you learn how to play an instrument mm-hmm. and like you suddenly become in one of these bands, one way or the other. I mean. I, there's a lot of work that goes into it. People think it's like, oh, we're just out here, like, you know, it's like sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It's, yeah. that's, that's crap. It's, it has nothing to do with the reality of it, really. It does when at a certain point in your life, like for a minute, it's like yeah. it's not a reality. But I, there's work that goes into it. And Chippy will attest to that because he's had to work with me. And I've, <laughs> we've, I've, we've sat and beat up, beat up on each other. And, like, he's literally bleeding right now. It's he's li- <laughs> Chip is actually bleeding from his his. Uh, it's not been fun. It has not been fun. Uh, well, working with Tommy on. or working in music or what? What? What exactly? Well, no, it's it. <laughs> he's going to tell you about this song that I I brought a song to him, and I said, "What? What? Let's play this." And he had two songs. He says, "You, I'll hear yours." I'll and it's kind of like I'll show you mine if you show me sure. yours. And they were a couple of songs. He had two songs. I said, well, that didn't do anything. Those suck. And, and then. <laughs> so then, then here's mine. But then here's, I brought Here's how one. it's done, son. I brought one. He's gone, yeah, it kind of sucks too. Mm. And then two weeks later, I get a call from him. He's gone, yeah, I think we got a tune here. <laughs> Wait, so your creative process is bringing two shitty songs together? 
No, actually, we brought three <laughs> shitty songs and made, yeah. we made one good one. And there's two of them that are still written in the shitty fucking uh, arsenal. The yeah. shit, back into uh, that. Actually, the shit bin. The shit uh-huh. bin. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Can we swear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to swear a whole lot because no, I have a nine-year-old, but I got to try to be cognizant <laughs> of that. But, um, I was reading the Rolling Stone piece, and there's a lot. She, she, she was yelling at you a lot for swearing. As she should. Yeah. Because... As a father, your 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 job is to like tell your kids, like you know, um, using swear words is just is 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 a faulty is a faulty thing because we we have we have a lot of words that we can use to say the same yeah. thing that are that are more important and it make more sense and and actually get the point across better, you know. But you feel. They need to be mindful of that, even yeah, when you're not around her. Yeah, I, I, I try my best. Yeah. She, otherwise, I got to give her money. Yeah, exactly. but she's not here, right? You don't. But that's a, that's the whole bit. It's like it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like you know. All right. Yes, I get it. You know, she knows the difference between between stupid speak and swearing speak, and when someone's trying to show her something that's that that means something that's a, that's an, that's a tangible, you know, learning lesson. Yeah. You know. The thing, and it's like yeah, that's that's important. I try not to swear around her because I because yeah. yeah you try you don't do that well. With <laughs> I try, do I so. do worse with Chippy. Chippy don't yeah. like me to, to to swear around him either. But I and Dustin, I mean, you got people that just don't don't want to hear you curse because you have a whole lot more to say. Yeah, I have a lot a lot to say. Well, not necessarily today. No, I got. F all to say today. <laughs> well, it's good that you're doing interviews all day. <laughs> and right about now, I'm about to at at the end of my my f all caring about it. Do you find that having her around that you just generally try to kind of you know that that it makes you a better person? Well, you have to try. You have to. Yeah. You have to try it when yeah. you have a when you have a young kid. You have you have to try. He's right. a great great dad yeah. to a great great kid. And it's been it has been tough on all of us because uh, I'm part of his family as well, and we see this and we see just how hard he works. And Trish, of course, and my wife, uh, just who's the number one DJ DJ in <laughs> DJ in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yep, Debbie Hilton, number one. Love you. You too, dear. But uh, he works really, really hard. And when we go out and play, and he goes out with Bash and Pop, which I'm sure you guys are going to talk about. Yeah. But it's it's all restrictive on how Tallulah, his daughter, is going to be where she is in school when, when summer break, spring break, winter break. Everything is always brought back to the daughter. It's actually probably nice at the end of the day that you've got these set parameters for touring that you're not just kind of doing that indefinitely. That there's something that keeps bringing you back. I mean, you've been touring your your entire life. I don't have the option right now. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I uh, I have the option. I have the option of uh, of being the best I can be at me. Yeah, doing either either bash and pop or cowboys in the campfire with Chip or whatever, and and getting the shit out there and. Uh, at the end of the day, it's the best I can do. But I, but I, but I have parameters I got to deal with. I mean, yeah. I, I got a, a kid, you know, all stuff. You know, it's a thing. And 
I lived through it. Well, I lived through it. I'm fortunate enough to have lived this long through it because, <laughs> you know, to be honest with you, none of these mofos would have thought I was going to live past 30. So lucky for me, I beat him by 20 years. <laughs> Are you surprised that not only not only did you get this far, but that you've like, you're leaving, you're leading a pretty uh, suburban family no, life? I just want to stick the mic right up there. Mm. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, to be honest with you, if you listen to these songs on the new record, yeah. it he really explains a lot. And a lot of it's trash, a lot of it's crap, but a lot of it's got a whole lot of heart and a whole lot of meaning. And it means a lot to him, and I'm just proud that I could be a part of that. Check this out. I- I'll tell you a funny story yep, about him, do. me and this guy, me and this guy. Yeah. Check this out. So Chippy and I, Chippy and I, this guy to my left here is... Uh, we wrote we 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 wrote the song the the the, the title track to this fashion pop record anything had happened. He brings it to me a hijack it. He's like, "What the hell did you do my song? You like like I don't get it, but it, it worked. It works out and, and it's fine. And and, and, and we, it, people seem to kind of like it. I don't know. But um, the funny bit the funny bit here <laughs> is is that we're fortunate enough that we we get to come out here and like do the stuff and and play shows we 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 inspire each other he's my he's my fucking buddy you know we we uh we we've done a lot of we've written a bunch of stuff together and fortunate enough to have that if i didn't have that yeah what the hell what else what else would i do carpet bagging i mean I don't know. is there a point when you considered trying something else entirely getting out of music <laughs> I'm still looking for it. <laughs> so what? So you're telling me that you're doing music because he can't find a better paying option at this point? No, I tell you what he's thinking and what he's doing. <laughs> the guy plays great. He's amazing, and people love him, and that's why he's doing it. And there's no other reason to yep. do that. That's all he knows. He's get dragging my fat ass around because I happen to put up with him. Yeah, <laughs> but he can go out there and do that by himself. He's great he's just uh he's an inspiration to a lot of folks and me just being a fat ass 90 year old you know i have to put up with it but it's well worth it and i see every time we play a show it's like these folks are just on it they're just so on it that's a load of crap by the way but i love him (laughs) what aspect of that specifically oh i'm kidding we he talks he shoots from the hip, whatever he shoots from the hip. Bleeding though is a trouble troubling bit right now. Yeah, no, that's fine. You're not gonna like bleed out. Man. No, I'm fuck, he's bleeding out. You, you go from you go from the placements to to Guns and Roses. I went through a lot of things between those two things, <laughs> just by the just yeah. by the by. By the time the replacements had had been been around for a while, and certainly by the time that you joined up with Guns and Roses, I mean they were you were part of this bigger machine i mean you know there's you know kind of like the, a musical industrial complex at that point it's got to be rough in between those and after those it's not quite of... a military industrial complex sure thankfully but it's got to be it's got to be tough after those to kind of try to start from scratch i never start from scratch i've been fortunate enough to yeah. like to to start from a place that has already come from somewhere and 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 that's fortunate for me um, and and Chip as well. I mean, he, the the funny thing is, is we kind of grew up in the same same era of the 1900s, and like yeah. you know, 
<laughs> figuring out our bits and playing at the same places, opposite clubs, obviously, because like, apparently, uh, you know, he, he he had some better gigs than we did at the, you know in the early stage of the Philadelphia run in the you know long time ago. But yeah, I, I, you know, it's 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 we do the best we can. You were eleven when you started with the replacements. No, I learned how to play bass when I was eleven. Okay, I started playing gigs when I was twelve. When they he- know that, Brian. Come on. When that comes to an end, the first when, first time when it was clear that you know that the replacements were kind of sort of starting to to slow down, was the first thing you you did uh, you know upon that realization find was find the next gig. No. No, no. I, there's a lot of time in between a whole bunch of things that happen right there. That you're talking about, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I replacements broke up. Did Bash and Pop record. Took a while to figure out, like you know, my next band didn't sound like Bash and Pop. We were kind of going for a different thing and called Perfect. Went through some other names, kind of in the middle of there, and then, uh, uh, and then we got kind of screwed by a record company and it's like okay and then just as that Guns N' Roses thing happened on my lap that's why you know that's why I was like said you know I just gotta play bass for a while I don't want to have it on my back anymore screw it and it was great it was a great gig love all those guys seen them play that I've, I've seen that the the reunion sort of tour twice you know, they're all my buds. I keep in touch with all of them. It was a great thing for me. It worked great for me. What's the common thread between the, the first iteration of the bands and the band now? Other, I mean, you, obviously. It's but why lo- return to that name? Loose rock and roll. Yeah. Done live. Done more more live on this record than the last record in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. Like the, 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 the first Bash and Pop record was meant to be a band record, but a couple mm-hmm. of guys kind of didn't, it didn't work out in a certain way. And I had to wear too many hats. And then Don Smith, who was our producer, you know, had to do some certain things to like make it work out. And this one actually is more of a band thing, which is what I wanted that to be. Yeah. So, you know, it ultimately ended up being more of a Bash and Pop record. And that's why I decided to call it that. Uh, band thing from the standpoint of let's find a, a, a group of people that you can play with and tour with and have kind of the same core group yeah say what <laughs> the same core group well, yeah band ba- ba- from the standpoint of yeah. you know of, of you know it's not it's not just it's well not no just two of them died yeah. yeah what was part of the thing and so, <laughs> no, so yeah, i think he's asking about the new <laughs> band yeah well the new well no one's dead yet sure i mean eventually there's still room we're all gonna die no yeah at the end of the day <laughs> Well, we're not going to die at the end of the day, yeah. but no, uh, no, no. The, the the thing is, like, uh, for the most part, the two thirds of the record that was done with with what what I'm calling Bash and Pop right now is 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 the band that like did about two thirds of the record straight up, like yeah. live as the you know as we could, and and um and and that was more uh, which which is way more than the first Bash and Pop record, which. You know, I aimed for it, but it didn't work out so well. I ended up having, like, you know, Ben Muttench and, you know, Mike Campbell, other people that come and play on it. Love them a whole lot. They're great people. They're they're great musicians and all that stuff. But, like, they, I, they obviously weren't going to be in a band with me. Because <laughs> I, 
It's just me. But having said that, between the people I got and the people that played on it, I, um, it was more of a live record, which was the point of it. There's something we said for kind of going in and actually producing something, not 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 sitting around waiting, not spending too long, being a perfectionist about it. I mean, I, you know, it's it's hard not to draw the contrast between Chinese democracy, which you were you were involved in, which you know is notorious for being. Are you really going down there? Yeah. Really? Which is well, just to contrast it to, which isn't you know notorious for having been a really long project. A quick, a quick record. Yeah, a really long record, and and there's a lot of, a lot of variables, and they're completely un. You, you can't really you can't really actually you know uh, relate them to each other. They're completely. It's like comparing well, apples I? to beets. <laughs> but you know, do you, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, maybe you want beets because you've already you know been through apples, <laughs> and it was a long drawn out apple making process. I'm not giving you that. <laughs> anyway, that's some, so it, that's the appeal of being in a li- in a in a live rock band. That's it, the appeal of of being in a band, going to the studio and making a record. I'll, 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 I'll give you a, I'll long. give you a quick rundown. Sure. I'll give you a quick. I'll, I'll tell you exactly what it's all okay. about. So, um, the best rock records you've ever heard in yeah. your whole life, whether it's like a Stones record or Beatles record or whoever's record, a Who record. If you will, most of them are done live, like yeah. like mostly done live. And it's too like they're four guys, five guys, whatever, sitting in a room, like just you know sweating it out, getting the best take they can get. Um, a lot of them that were done, you know, <laughs> five hundred takes. A lot of them were done in a couple, two or three takes, and that was my my goal was to try and make a record like that. Like I didn't, I back in the back in the nineteen hundreds with the replacements and that crap. Um, we didn't really have the money to like go sit and hang out in the studio for like, you know, 10 years. Yeah. To make a record and, or any of that kind of thing. We just, we had to make it quick. And, and I, I said that in jest. I hope you all get that. And, uh, no, no, we didn't have time to do that. And we didn't have the, the money to do it. Yeah. So we had to make it quick. Best records yeah. are made quick because if you think it too much, think about it too much and like sit there and like, oh, maybe it needs this. Uh, and Chip has seen me do this. Yeah. This guy has seen, uh, he's, I've worn him out with this crap, in fact. But he's still, he's still my friend, luckily, right? Barely. Yeah, barely. Um, You're going to reassess after this interview? Later. Um, but no, no, no. There, there's a spontaneity that happens like quickly with a yeah. new song and you don't, and you don't make people like work too hard and overthink it, overdo it, whatever. That's the making of a great rock and roll record. I don't know if I made a great rock and roll record. I know that the rec- the great rock and roll records that I've, you know, listened to that were made that way is what I aspired to. Yeah, so that's what I did. Then the first Bash and Pop record was meant to be that same way, but I wore too many hats and didn't make it quite that. So hopefully this one will be exactly that. So you feel like the first one wasn't quite up to the expectations? No, no, no. Was, no, the first one just kind of had, there were some, some faulty bits. Yeah. There's something you said too for. They might have been my faulty bits. <laughs> I still might be sitting on them. You described this, the, the project as 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 being a you know a band in the sense that it was you know a, yeah. a, a group of people playing together for an extended period of time. The flip side of that is that there were a few people who you know would only be on the record who you were, who were, you know you would 
potentially we're only playing with for the first time. And there's, there's probably, I mean, is there a, a benefit in that as well? I mean, at this point, having played with as many bands as, as, as you have, would you prefer to find a set group of people to play with for an extended period of time? Or do you enjoy injecting that fresh blood into every recording I, session? I, I, I like playing with a set with a set group of people that, like, you know, can listen to the song a couple times through, yep. play it in three or four takes, maybe five takes tops, and be done with it. And it turns out, like, that's that sounds like a record. Next. Play another song. Yeah. Um, that's the way records used to be made. I mean, it's like that, that. In fact, they wouldn't even really have time to do, you know, three hour blocks were like the old musician, like, you know, standard. It's like three hour blocks. And you, you pay union scale. And whoever you needed to have play on those songs, that's what you did. And it's a different time now. Now we have, now we have home studios and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and lucky for me, I have musicians that are friends of mine that come and do it for a bowl of Rice Krispies. If that. Not chip, but... <laughs> I've spoken to a lot of producers who have said that the downside of, of the accessibility of recording is that um, you can spend too much time on that side of things. You can spend too much time basically producing something into the ground. You know, with something like Pro Tools, you can sit there and fiddle with all of the levels until something. Hence, perfect. I don't have Pro Tools. <laughs> or as we call them in my hood, Bro Tools. <laughs> We don't have any of those tools. We just kind of so so you're we use logic. (laughs) (laughs) You just use the Apple version. (laughs) Oh, shut up! (laughs) Give me a break. How much of your time are you devoting to music these days? I mean, obviously you're you're out here. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've actually (sighs) sat there with my guitar and actually written a new song. It's been a while, and I'm getting frustrated with it. But I'm going to work it out. I have a way to do this. I have ways to figure it out. And it's sort of it's sort of our it's our lot in life. It's like you want family and all this stuff that you want yeah. because it keeps you solid and keeps you whole and keeps you you know on a course that's that's good and, and productive for you. You have to figure out how like to manage you know the other side of that, which is you know writing writing songs, writing music, whatever, isn't always doesn't really fall under the guise of sanity. You know. Writing music doesn't really fall into the guise of like you know making sense or any of that stuff. You kind of ha- it has to have a certain amount of screwed up crap to it, um, and we figured that out. There's that thing that I think a lot of musicians tend to fall into too when when you've been playing for so long that all of all the inspiration for songs is the fact that you've been playing more music. But you you know you're out there kind of living your life. I mean that that's maybe there's some upside of having a life beyond that, having a life outside of music, you know, maybe there's some inspiration that you can draw from. That's not just writing about touring. Yeah. I, I guess, I guess the only other life I could have ever imagined having would be the, the life of a weather caster. Mm. Um, Meteorologist. Which would be great. Yeah. yeah. He'd be good at it. Yeah. He'd be damn good at um, it. I, you know, sad, sadly for me. Yeah. <clears throat> hasn't worked out he yet. He wouldn't know what he's talking about, but, I got he'd be sure. convinced. Chippy? Yeah. There's a storm a coming. Mudslides. Oh! We don't want mudslides right now. No. So when are you going to be able to get back to uh, to, to playing and, and writing again? I don't even know, actually. I'll be yeah. honest with you. I, I'm, I'm leaving in 
now less than five days, four days to go on the West Coast tour with, with you know, Bash Pop and all that. Yeah. And um, that starts on the 28th of, of February. And um, we're going to tour straight through till the 20th of March, or the 19th of March anyway. And then I get to go home for a court date. And then I'm going to go uh, probably down to Chesapeake and wrestle this fool here, Sippy, to the ground so we can write some, some songs. Yep that happened to do with the things that we work on and we you know we're gonna get in it we're gonna get in the mud but you you have to set aside that time to write it's not something you can do on the road well i can't write on the road i don't don't do that very well he's got a nine-year-old that he's gonna he takes care of and he takes care of trish and he keeps my ass in line are you the kind of person who writes who writes? I don't write. On, I don't you write know? on the road a whole lot. It's, yeah. it, it, it's 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 too it's too easy to sit there and go to sit there and write a on a steel horse I rise. I want it. I think it's it was really written too. So yeah. that's why because he's already taken that. <laughs> so it's like it's kind of a bummer. But that, but but, that, but yeah. if I were gonna if I were gonna write a song on the road, I mean that'd have been the one I would have written. Sure. So now. So now you can't because it's already been taken. Are you inspired in your day to day life? You know, of, of 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 raising a kid. Is that something that plays a role in in your writing? Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids do funny things to you. Yeah, they're, they're, they they give they give back weird and funny and pure energy and and you can't write directly about them sure. because it's too poignant and. You have to kind of, you know, kind of mix it up a little bit. But um, both of my kids, my oldest one and my youngest one, they they're, they they give me lots of inspiration, lots of different ways. And and you have to kind of look through their eyes a little bit, look at the world, and like see what the hell they're dealing with, mm. and write from that. And and that's both of them are writing from two different places in a lot of ways. And it's it's an incredible if you can put yourself in their pants. And look at what they're dealing with hmm. on the side, you know, from their angle of yep. what we're dealing with or what I'm dealing with or whatever, you know, moms, whatever. It's a funny thing. And it's important. And, and, it's, and, and it's inspirational. It's good. Because you need to sort of – you need to step outside of your own head every so often in order to write. If you have the ability to do that, good luck to you, fella. <laughs> it sounds like they've afforded you that ability to some degree. I'm not giving up the ghost. There you go, those Tommy Stinson and Chip Roberts. Uh, I think it's safe to say that was probably not uh, not my finest hour as far as interviews go. Um, Tommy was at the uh, end of a long day of interviews. Um, I believe had a few more after that was um, that was the night that he was scheduled to go on the best show and um, ended up. Uh, passing on that round uh so uh, a little little bit exhausted a little bit tired from uh, from from the gauntlet and was really just it's pretty safe to say was not having it at the top of that interview but i think you know i think we uh i think we worked through it i think we got some uh, interesting stuff out at the end there um i did uh did enjoy the end of our conversation so uh thanks so much tim for taking the time to do that thanks to joe murray for setting it up thanks to uh to chip for um Helping us, helping us get through that conversation in one piece. Uh, Tommy's new record, a uh, the new record from Bash Pop is out now. I highly recommend it. 
really really fun live album and uh, Tommy and Chip are currently on tour as uh, Cowboys and the Campfire so uh, check them out when uh, when they come around thanks uh, thanks to them for taking the time to do that and for um, for, for powering through that conversation uh, thanks again to uh, to Joe for facilitating that uh, thanks to you guys as always uh, for accompanying me on uh, on the journey that was that conversation um, uh, hopefully uh, hopefully enjoyed it hopefully you got some good stuff out of it uh, Tommy's a really wonderful fascinating musician um, and I think uh, we, we talked through some uh, some interesting things there and, and hopefully uh, was not uh, was not your first episode of RYL um, uh, if so uh, I, I recommend going back and uh, listening to some some past conversations uh but thank you for listening if you do enjoy the program uh consider rating us on itunes or supporting us over on patreon uh follow us on tumblr that's rylcast.tumblr.com if you've got any feedback it's rylcast at gmail.com like us on facebook and uh i think that's about all i got for this week so uh thanks again for listening and stick around because we will be back just about this time next week with another episode of R.A.Y.L.